Welcome to Viva the Derby Super Fun Happy Time! tired myself probably not as tired as you though <laughs> what time is it uh it's uh 3 50 in the morning what the fuck oh. are you doing awake yeah. well who knows he's a rock star oh. that's what he does oh i forgot i forgot yeah, i forgot about that i have an excuse there for a second <laughs> cool how's life man what's up oh this is really exciting uh, i know i'm fucking Giddy as shit right now. It's just so cool. It's very cool. <laughs> All right, what, um, uh, Nigel, what are we doing? <laughs> a segment uh, called "In Bed with Dump Truck." Brown <laughs> chicken, brown cow. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> well, you did promise you would be pantless in our presence soon. Hey, sort you know, of. That's the kind of guy I am. I hold up my word. <laughs> Are we oh. recording, Nigel? We are. We're, we're good. We're recording. Oh, okay then. Cool. We're very lucky to be joined tonight all the way from across the skies uh, through the wonderful modern technology that is Skype. A personal commentating hero of mine, but also you know, controversial figure in the world of roller derby. Everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. Welcome to Viva La Derby Dump Truck. What is happening, y'all? This is awesome. Welcome, Dumpy. Welcome aboard. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, hey. Dump Truck. This fourth person is Anno War. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's happening? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm overweight, but I like it. <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be the dopest thing ever. How good is technology, eh? Computers. I can't spell it, but I like to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you, where are you at, the, at the moment, sir? Right now, I am in Boise, Idaho, and we are, um, well, we, Pitchett and I, uh, another member of uh, this little podcast that these other assholes like to talk about roller derby all the time. Yeah. Um, we're stopped in Boise, and we are on our way to Denver to go skate tomorrow and hang out in my former hometown. And then we're going to go to Kansas City for South Central Regional. So we were just at Westerns in Portland. So just another day on the road. Oh, that's You've got the laugh, Dumpy. I do have a good time. I'm the lucky son of a gun. I, uh, are, you, I are you riding the bike cross country? No, my bike's actually in L.A. right now. It's getting some work done to it. She's had a, uh, she's had a hard year. I put oh, 19,000 okay, miles on that bike this year. Ah, cool, cool. Well, so, yeah, I'm actually in the Derby Supply van with Pitchett. That sounds <laughs> romantic. 
it, you know, there's there's some magical moments that happen on the road. There really are some awesome moments as well, but mainly magic. I've noticed on Facebook now my iPhone is playing up at the moment, so I haven't been able to uh, download or listen to them. But you've been releasing something called Ramblings on the Road, or something. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, it's, it's a way to pass the time on the road. Like we, we put about 20 hours underneath our feet every time we get in the van. Wow. At, at one time. We were going to do that today, but, I mean, Western's just ended. We're both a little tired, so we want to get some sleep and not be stupid. Pitch is actually sleeping in the other room. I hope I'm not waking him up, but if I am, he'll get over it. Um, <laughs> if you, because, if you wake him up, put him on the show. <laughs> just just drag him over. Just be like, hey, someone wants to talk to you. <laughs> just an old friend of the show. Yeah, last time Pitcher was on with us was about this time as well, I think. Well, he's waking up here in about, what is it? Well, now it's almost four, so in 30 minutes he'll be awake. Yeah, he's got a long drive ahead, though, so we'll leave him be. Well, no, he, he'll drive, and then I'll wake up. I'm going to go to sleep once I get in the van, I guess. And uh, this is totally worth staying up for, by the way. This is so fucking cool. But, um, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad you're just as excited as we are. <laughs> it's a highlight for sure. This is so dope. Um, but he'll be up in like 30 minutes, and then I'll go to sleep. And then I'll wake up after like four hours, and I'll take the reins for a while. And we'll be good. We switch back and forth. He does most of the driving. I think it, he's good at that. I'm good at sitting there and, and entertaining myself. <laughs> yeah, but no, but the recordings have been fun. We've just been uh, we've been doing those just to kind of pass the time. And um, it, it's been a lot of fun. So I've been been learning a lot about GarageBand and how I can manipulate it and have fun with it. <laughs> is that an iPhone app, is it? No, it's um, a Mac. I got my MacBook in the van. Ah, okay, cool. <laughs> 20 hours together in a confined space is a hell of a way to get to know a person. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like random shit we talk about. We'll kind of all write down little notes as we have conversations. And then we just kind of do a recap on the dumb shit that comes out of our heads. It's fun. <laughs> Speaking of dumb shit that comes out of your head, I've just listened to all three days of the uh, Bestons recaps from Derby Deeds, a, a podcast favorite of ours. But I feel like I've n- I know all about it. But for the, our listeners out there who who might not have tuned in yet, because I don't know they're under a rock or something, tell us about the, the, one of the best weekends you've probably had in a while. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm so lucky where every single weekend of mine is roller derby, and it's never the same. It's always different. It's always great. There's always fantastic people. But then you go to a region playoff tournament, and it's all those things, and it's top tier roller derby. It's never faster. It's never smarter. It never hurts as much as it does at the top. And to see that displayed in very many different ways some of it playing derby some of it not you know it's just the dynamic and the different strategies that every team uses to build their their entire body of work around and, oh, it's it's just amazing it, it it's really intense you can feel the energy and Everybody's so excited to be there, and everybody that's got eight wheels at that tournament deserves to be there, and they've worked so hard to be there. And then you see games like Rose City, Rat City, you know, Gotham, Oli, Bay Area, Denver, Bay Area, Rose City. Like, all those games are just epic, 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 epic. 
I gotta yeah, tell you, man, you, you guys are spoiled um, living in an environment like where you can see that level of derby all the time. And I don't think, listening to the way you and Megatron and Pitcher, you all talk about this sport that you're not necessarily playing, but you love. And that passion really comes through. I don't want to, like, you know, it's not the suck-up hour here in Viva La Derby, but every time I listen and the way you talk about this sport, it, it, it fuels the passion inside me as well. Like, it's just so evident and so apparent that you love this game. Well, you know, it, it comes around full circle. You know, so there, there are people out there that put that energy in me, too. And if I can continue to go, you know, via me, that that's just fantastic. Then, then Roller Derby's doing what it's supposed to be doing right now. We all fuel each other. We do. It's just how it is. And, <laughs> and Roller Derby is, is 100% my life right now. Like, I don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm a broke ass motherfucker. Um, but you know, I'm also I don't know how I got to be this happy. I don't know why I'm allowed to be this happy. But but you know, fuck it all, man. I'm doing roller derby and I'm alive and and I'm I'm living my life. I'm not gonna die without living. And right now, I'm living. Amen. That's you're awesome. Just, you're just a derby drifter, aren't you? That's right, I'm a roller derby gypsy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dom Chuck, let me ask you, brother. One of the things that I always hear from American, uh, like we get coaches, we get skaters, we get people come down from the States to Australia. One of the, I guess the general consensus is that down here, we're probably maybe a couple of years behind um, the States as far as level of play, as far as strategy goes. Western um, has seen maybe, I don't know, the next evolution of a type of strategy that hasn't been all that welcome by fans. Um, slow Derby going to the next degree now is Stopper Derby. Tell us about how it was taken live in person there. Poorly. Very, very poorly. Um, I was on the broadcast for the second No Derby game that we saw over the weekend um, by Rat City. Um, the first game would be when they played Denver. And to be quite honest with you, I was text messaging during that game <laughs> because I didn't have anything to watch. And I'm not just talking shit. I mean, that's literally what I was doing. And I was trackside. I wasn't, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was using that little piece of paper that says I'm an announcer to the nth degree. I was like, this means I can just sit right by the track. Okay, I'm going to sit by right by the track. Um, <laughs> that's my paycheck right there. Just let me sit here. And uh, and it just what was I gonna watch? You know, <laughs> it's hard to watch. call when there's nothing going on, right? Right. Well, you know, it's like you know, I was gonna watch somebody win a roller game by not playing it, and it was it was really frustrating. And I'm I'm really good friend, and this is I know it's not gonna be received well, but this is the truth. So it's gonna get received the way it's gonna get received. I love Rat City. Um, they're great. I, I've had great friendships with a lot of those girls for a lot of years um, at least five and uh, what they did with that strategy I I understand the point that they're trying to make with making flaws in the rule set obvious but not at a qualifying tournament to go to the championship tournament Um, it was was tough to swallow it sucked and then the following night was even worse whenever they played uh, why is my brain farting what time is it? <laughs> it was 4 yeah, there's a reason why. Right, yeah. yeah, it's 4 a.m. now. <clears throat> but yeah, whenever they played uh, RMRG, 
And they literally did not skate. There were five total jams where there was no movement off of the Paps Blue Ribbon Jammer Line by any member of either team. Yes, there were two teams involved. It's not all Rat City's fault. But why would you skate if you have a lead and all the other team wants to do is run the clock down? You're just giving them the win. You know, 10-point win or not, a W is a W, no matter how you spell it. And 10-point win, 60-point win, somebody went to the loser's bracket, somebody's going to Denver. So And it's not Red City. Right, exactly. And, and, and it sucks. But and I hated seeing it, and I hated seeing some of my favorite people and some of the most talented people in roller derby doing it. But, you know, it happened. It was part of the drama that was Westerns, and, and roller derby has no shortage of drama. And it also led into a pretty fantastic Sunday. They played Rose City, and they played, and that's the roller derby that that I that I love. That's the Red City that I've always respected, and 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 I'm glad they ended it that way because, in my mind, you know, they did their thing, they proved their point, and now they're back to play some roller derby, and I'm okay with that. So, I'm really glad they finished the weekend the way they did. But to watch the game and to call the game, you know, during that was it, it was tough. It, it was tough. I mean, there was a point in the second period of the of the uh, Rocky Mountain Rat game that there was no commentary. Yeah. None of a silent. Yeah. Because we didn't have anything to talk about. You didn't. You didn't give us any roller derby talk. I didn't fall in love with with watching a, a pickle slide down the window. And it's gonna take. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do shit. You know what I mean. Yeah. It was it was tough, but you know, there's tomorrow. Let's see. You know, there there's more derby. I mean it's not the first time, it's not the last time we're gonna get shocked by a loophole in the rules either. So we're you know, our sport is, is very young and we're still learning, man. So it, it's a it's a part of the story. We're not gonna forget it. And uh and looking forward to future evolutions in the WFTDA rule set. Well, I hate to have such a downer on the on the, such a joyous occasion to have dump truck on the show. So, what were some of the good things that happened at Westerns? Dude, that's good shit, man. You feel free to ask those questions. It's all good. So, what were some of the highlights then from Westerns? <sighs> yes, like the entire thing. The entire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the salad. This portion, this is like so good because it's part of the entire story. You know, you don't get you know, you don't get like unbelievably enjoyable moments without remembering how shitty the bad ones were, right? So yeah, it's all part of it, and it totally works. And I'm glad I could be a part of it. <clears throat> I don't know what possessed me to announce nine thousand freaking games <laughs> in one weekend, but I was super lucky, Angel City. Um, brought me there, and uh, and so did Bay Area, and so I announced all of their games. I don't think you said that right, Dump Truck. Angel Bay City and Bay Area. Bay Area. That's not how you say it. <laughs> There's at, people sleeping yeah. in the other room up there. <laughs> <laughs> at 4 a.m. That's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, you know, it was man. I, I'm just blessed. I've got great people around me all the time, and. You, you show it to roll it every time a tournament like that, and it's and it even takes it to another level. Roller derby play was great. 
the camaraderie was great. Seeing the old faces was awesome. Meeting some new ones was fantastic. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it reminds you, whenever you go to the, the big shows like that, the big tournaments, the ones that, that count, that, that have weight, that, you know, they have a mass to them. Um, just you wake up in the morning. I woke up at 7.30 in the morning. I do not do that. That's <laughs> not on my list of shit to do. Today. You go to bed at 7.30 in the morning by the sounds of it. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's like, but I woke up at 7.30. I wasn't like, fuck, it's 7.30. I was like, man, I'm going to not literally be at 10 a.m. This is going to be so dope. Hell yes. <laughs> Get up, brush all three of my teeth, go take a shower, you know, and, you know, take my pants off, put a lack of shorts on, and uh, <laughs> see if I can go offend some normal people and talk about roller derby and, and try and have some fun. I mean, it's, uh, it was just so good. Up and down. And Westerns is... You know, my 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 region for sure, especially starting with Denver and Rocky Mountain. And that's where I've got most of my long relative relationships. So it's it's really like seeing some friends who I get to see on a semi-regular basis. And it was just so good up and down. One of my favorite things about it, about this weekend, was just getting to to be a part of the production there. I feel like it went really well. And, and the games that were given to us, I think, were... You know, for better or for worse, they were dramatic and they were worth watching. They were worth talking about. And, and I, I feel like if you were paying attention to that tournament from top to bottom, you came away feeling like you really were a part of something. And it, it's always good to be a, a cog in the wheel. Now, with a, with tournaments like this, Dumpy, do they have time for after parties? Yeah, they do. I um, Doing the Derby Deeds thing, you know, we did our wrap-ups every day, which kind of takes us away from the after party but we we really like doing it and we feel like it's yeah. important to do it and uh yeah. so we go to the hotel room and uh, and do our derby deeds thing and, and then i don't leave megatron until he's done editing because i'm not going to go party without that guy awesome. oh that's very nice of you that's sweet i do all the editing yeah, yeah you're right then I, just... I wish i had that so- same sort of backup <laughs> <laughs> we have a bromance. It's kind of special. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, mean, I stick by the guy, and then whenever he's done, we'll we'll go out or we won't. And we didn't go out until Sunday night. But as I warned everyone the entire day on Sunday, is that I'm going to need a babysitter because <laughs> drunk truck is about to show up, and I'm not going to apologize to anyone on Monday. You just have to be aware that you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> and I went to the after party in a unitard with sequins, and I woke up the next morning without it. So somebody else has it. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations! Please post photos on Facebook. That is a traveling unitard that has been going around the country for years. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> moving on from westerns, because I just don't want that image in my head anymore. Fire. <laughs> Um, you're lying to your fans. Olympia won. Rocky Mountain second. They're going to become yeah. like, what? What's the feel going into championships? Obviously, Gotham's got to be in the mix, but is that <laughs> mean all, all these? You know, they they're holding it down. They they're taking the reins back from Rocky Mountain. Uh, they did at Westerns. Um, we still got four weeks, right? We, yeah. we got some time. Um, Rocky Mountain's able to adjust. I think their biggest problem 
was um, their ability to, to maintain their composure. I think that was the biggest part of the problem. Um, and that translated into penalties, which translated into skaters not being where they were supposed to be, like on the track. And, you know, just a, a lack of the normal type of togetherness and, and solid team play that we see from the first whistle to the last. Um, that you look at the second period of that game, and, and it was a whole other game. It was really intense, and, like, everybody was there. They they, they got in sync, and, and it was a game. But Ole was already ahead, and they're not giving anything away. Yeah. Um, and they look great. They look so good. And uh, I was really, really stoked to be able to see that kind of a matchup. <clears throat> you talk about going into championships and Gotham being in the mix. Gotham may be the mix this year. They they look so tough. I mean, I've been staring at roller derby for a couple of days now. And, and looking at what Gotham does, no matter who they do it to, I mean, it's just everything is done with intent. It doesn't look like anything is on accident. You know, it, it looks like everything is an intentional move. Like they planned it out that way. And, yeah. And yeah, they, I mean, they, they look so scary, man. They look so scary. 400 <laughs> points in, in 60 minutes is pretty fucking scary. I don't even know yeah. how, how many laps that is or how, you know, how you can do that in that short amount of time. But Gotham looks for real this, this year. Yeah, you know, and it's a, it's one of those things. That's one of my favorite things about going to the championship tournaments is one of the very few times you get to see teams like Gotham who tend to be on the very tip top of their game in their region almost by themselves a little bit. I mean, they've got other people that are really good at roller derby out there too, but this year it's Gotham and everybody else. <clears throat> and I'm really looking forward to see what it's going to be like when it's Gotham and everybody else that's also you know, at the top tier of their level. It's it's crazy because it's a different kind of derby, you know. The Oles out there don't play like the Gotham's out there. The Charm Cities don't play like the Bay Areas. And, you know, it's similar, but it's also very different. See those worlds collide is always dramatic. Now, one of the things that we're sort of lucky enough to have down in Australia now is that one of our leagues, Victoria Roller Derby League, has managed to snag apprenticeship um, status with Wuftada. Which means that we're actually getting to see, like for the first time, some international roller derby on our shores. Besides, like the Great Southern Slam last year, which you were involved with, we saw Texas earlier on. We saw um, we're going to see Rat City in November, which we're really excited about, and it's the first time we've seen that sort of level of play on our shores. But still, Victoria and maybe Sun State, similar to what I guess you're saying as far as Gotham, Ole, Rocky, uh, are at the top and they're by themselves. How do other leagues... Like, one thing that I've struggled, because we're from a smaller league in our area that are working hard to get up there, but the gap between the top level and even the second level and the third level, fourth level, is so immense. How do leagues come into... I mean, they're nationally ranked. They're top ten leagues, but have no chance of beating Gotham. How does that gap begin to close over time? And, you know, what do we do to make sure that that there isn't blowouts for the rest of Derby. Um, the, the, yeah, I was actually talking about this kind of a little bit earlier this evening. Um, but it, it's a few different things. Um, it's, it's a true dedication. I mean, if, if you think that Gotham 
doesn't have every single one of their all-star players on a, on a dietary plan, you're mistaken. I mean, it, it's down to, to that. Mm. Yeah, like it's real good. athletes. Right. It's like a real, real, real dedication. Are you going to be a practice yeah. or not? Making attendance can't be an issue. Yeah. You, you need to make over attendance. Oh, my God, look, I've got life. No, I don't. i got roller derby tonight. Because yeah. that's what helps us live our life. I mean, you want to be at the very, very top. You want to be at that point where people are talking about you every time. Then you have a true team unit. Let's stick to a professional plan. <clears throat> and still somehow learns how to balance their life. And, uh, and get your ego out of play. You know, just because you may have been doing it this way doesn't mean that's the way it's going to be done. Yeah. The sport's evolving rapidly, so quickly. We went from a five-page rule set to a forty-five-page rule set in no time flat. Yeah. Yeah. And then things are—I mean, things are—but there's forward momentum, massive amounts of forward momentum. So you've got to be able to adapt, and you've got to be able to dig into those rules. If you do not know how to argue, you know, your way out of anything, whether it be true or not, you should know how to manipulate those rules to your advantage. It's—it's it's got to be. Your ML, you've got to know those rules. It needs to become firsthand in where it's just reactionary. It almost becomes instinct. This happens during gameplay. I know the rules so well, so I don't have to think about strategy. Strategy happens. And yeah. it's, it's a big dedication level, I think. And, uh, and <laughs> you look at the teams at the top. You look at Gotham. How physically fit are they? I mean, every one of them look like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. You yeah. look at Rocky Mountain, full of crazy athletes. You look at them, you see athletes. You look at Ole, you see athletes. I mean, like, I mean, it's it's time to get serious. If you want to be at the very top, you need to be professionally trained. How how to train? You know, and there are people within organizations that can do that, personal trainers and things like that. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, Ole's got these advantages by having the atomatrices out there and <clears throat> that, that know all about you know, the technical side and obviously the roller derby side. And then you got, you know, the deranges and the psychobabbles and, and the Fridas. I mean, it's just like you come together and you, and you get these materials. And it just comes down to your training regimen, your dedication, and your ability to absorb information. And, and to not make being right a priority. So, taking that into consideration, and obviously for a league to get to that point where you're getting 20, 30 girls, maybe 20 in travel team, all on the same page, all striving for the same goal, to be that elite, not every league's going to be able to do that. If you were to get into a DeLorean and go 88 miles per hour into you know, three, four years into the future, we always ask people, what do you want for Derby in the future? Mm -hmm. But instead of asking, what do you want for Derby, what do you actually see as the next evolution? You're, we're going to, in Australia, we're going to get caught up in the wake of whatever the evolution is in the States and, and kind of go along with the ride. But what do you see as the next step of Derby? I, well, for one thing, I think that y'all going along for the ride is is rapidly coming to a conclusion. Um, y'all are m more than sustainable on your own. Um, you don't need us. <clears throat> That's for sure. 
but it's awesome that you say that. So thanks. <laughs> um, we're all learning together. I mean, the evolution is happening really, really quick, and our sport is in its infancy. It's only at the longest of days, ten years old. I mean, the yeah. grand scheme of things, that's you know, a hard fart going through a fishnet. I mean, it's nothing. <laughs> it, it, in the future, I don't know where I see roller derby really going. I, I see it getting thicker. I see it getting much better. I just hope that I'm a part of it. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that far ahead. Those aren't my decisions to make. Yeah. You know, I'm, I I am allowed to be in this community, and I'm blessed that I'm allowed to be in this community, and so I would continue to uh, attempt to evolve with the sport as it evolves before me, and uh, and hopefully I can continue to be around for many many days to come. But that's a damn. That's a really fucking hard question. To ask. <laughs> Especially at that time of the morning. Eh? Yeah, we usually stump people with this one. <laughs> I talk about whatever all day long. It's what I love. Um, it's just hard to add. like. Will I see it go professional in like ten years? I don't know. Maybe. Do I give a shit? Fuck no. That was. <laughs> you have it fun the way it is at the moment. Oh fucking right. I'm happy to be in the room. You have let me be in the coolest room in school. And, uh, and fuck off. I haven't met the best people on the planet while in that room, you know? If it stays the way it is, then I guess I'm just going to have to continue to be happy with my life. If it gets better, well, fuck me running. You know, damn, if my life has to be more fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's really what I see it. You know, this is, <clears throat> this is my passion. You know, this is what I love. This is what I'm going to talk about when I'm 80. It's a pretty good answer to a hard question. You're definitely yeah, a glass half full kind of guy, aren't you? Yeah, man. Half empty. I never got drunk off a glass that was half empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that glass is half full of Jack Daniels, too. Yeah, man. Now it's a party. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of parties, one of the things that we were excited to hear about coming out of RollerCon is the potential of a RollerCon down under. Mm-hmm. Oh, please, please come along. Please, 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 please come along. That is the only trip that I care about next year, honestly. And then there's a reason that I'm saying it. It's because if you say then hopefully it will become true. Um, You're not just I'm, pandering to your Australian listeners now, dumb trucks. not like, hello, Cleveland! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I love well, Australia. Yeah. From all the way over here. Oh, shit. I have to come back. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I've missed Australia since before I left it, you know, and I felt that way the first time when I went when I was in the Navy. But uh, even more so now. But the only trip that I'm planning on going next year is Roller Con Oz. That's it. That's, yeah. that's, the, one I'm, that's the one I'm really focusing on. There's. God, y'all are in such a great and important stage in roller derby right now to where everything is growing really quick, quickly. The education is out there. The training is being accepted. You know, league, new leagues are still popping up. Um, the time for a heavy community is now to help further that growth, and that's really what RollerCon does. Yes, there's great boot camps and, and workshops and classroom sessions and all that, but the networking... The handshakes, the hugs, the the unity, the community that you get to build 
you don't have the infrastructure yet. You have major challenges as a continent yeah. with mm-hmm. the the distribute the distribution of your population. Yes, I have thought about this. So we without a doubt, of course. But I mean it's like you've got these major challenges like that and now you actually have an event that is not only being organized, but it's worth your time, it's worth your investment to to be a part of that community, to be a driving force in it. You know, the more that you guys get to play, the more that you guys just get to be together. The better Australian literary is gonna get, you know. I mean, and I've been super lucky to get to go down there and and bear witness to the first true large event in the Southern Hemisphere, to where this is the first time a lot of these leagues have played anyone else at all. Yeah, and, and yeah. fuck yeah for that. You gotta have a first before you can have a second. I'm so excited right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Viva La Derby will do whatever we can to help you get here. If you if you need any help, just let us know if we can help out. Dude, I get so pumped thinking about going back to Australia and being a part of RollerCon. It just you guys excite me. My heart is so far below the, the equator, it's out of control. Oh, y'all, y'all are amazing. You treated me mm. so well and I continue to think about you on a daily basis. Y'all are great. <laughs> and, and I love Thanks, the shit. <laughs> and uh, and, and I, I hope to be able to have the opportunity to maybe facilitate a couple of workshops while being down there. You know, I want to try and pass on some of the nuggets of bullshit that have been passed on to me. <laughs> Make someone else's roller derby announcing or whatever else experience that much easier to deal with and more enjoyable to be a part of. I'll be at the front of that class, sir. Yeah, I was just going to say, make sure there's a few front row seats saved for the Viva La Derby crew. It probably won't be any fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I call bullshit. Exactly. I, fuck, I hate fucking fun. That shit's terrible. I fuck us all the fucking time because I got a dirty ass goddamn mouth. Hey, we're okay with that. We got the explicit tag on, on iTunes. Yes. It's not a problem at all. In America, it's, it's Australia. We can we can swear and say profanities all day long. It's all good. Yeah, we swear. Part of our daily vocabulary. Just yeah. listening to your radio stations when I was there for TGSS was it just threw me off. I used to do radio. That's how I got my start. Like back in yeah, yeah. forever ago, and <laughs> I was listening to the radio. I was like, <gasps> somebody's in trouble. It's like, wait, <laughs> wait. they're all talking like that. Those goddamn lucky sons of bitches. <laughs> Yeah, no, nobody gets in trouble here. Um, recently, people have been getting in trouble for doing some very obvious racist things on TV, but that's only really just come about. But before, people used to just get away with murder. It was full on. It was, it's pretty well, weird. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd rather get away with murder than racism any day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to the World Cup? I don't know. I hope so. It's in the air. I, I want to go. I mean, that's that's definitely a bucket list. Um, mm. But you know, I, <laughs> dude, seriously, y'all, I don't have an address. Like, I'm not complaining about it. This is just like the reality of the situation. <laughs> Dump truck does not have an address. He has a motorcycle and he lives on the back of it. He sleeps on your couch. He drools on your floor. He talks <laughs> about roller derby. <laughs> he likes you, whiskey. You're, you're really, you're really selling it. You're really yeah. selling it for the people that want to house sit you when you come here for Rollercon Australia. Like it just. Exactly. <laughs> do you like 
Do you like nasty, hot, smelling farts? Well, then don't <laughs> be your temporary roommate. <laughs> you don't sound that diff- much different to our old roommate, actually. <laughs> well, your personal life choices are not my fault. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, I hope to get to go. But like right now, it's like I don't have like a vocation that helps fund my derby travel. My derby travel just kind of gets perpetuated. And it ends up happening somehow last minute with five minutes to go. And and that's okay. I like it because in the end, everybody's smiling and we're having a good time. But getting from Southern California all the way to Toronto, Canada, is is a, that's a long walk. Yeah. So, trying to get the funds together and stuff is probably going to be a challenge. And it sucks because I can't even focus on it because – we're in the middle of the big five. Yeah. Yeah. So the, <laughs> and the it's n- that I'll actually be there is slim, but uh, it's going to suck so hard. Mm. But you know, if I get to go, I get to go. I'd love to be able to go and represent and talk about roller derby and, and out drink every other country on the planet that has roller derby. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking you're going to have a bit of competition with Australia, buddy. Yeah, that's what everybody fucking says. <laughs> That's what Johnny Pistol said until he was asked to stop drinking shots at TGSS. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> that loud, tall, obnoxious, Aussie announcing marching band jacket wearing bastard <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> Well, hopefully one day, uh, very soon, Dumb Chunk, we'll be able to share a drink. Hey, I'm not drinks. A... They're more fun if they come on a tray. There's like just a choice, really. Smorgasbord, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Here's your tray of bad decisions. Enjoy. <laughs> no, I, yeah, so it's supposed to be, what, December next year, right? Yeah, yeah I believe that's yeah, going to be the case. In, in the Vegas of Australia, Queensland. <laughs> No, so, I mean, I've got, you know, I'll have a little over here to plan for it. So hopefully I can figure out a way where I can sock something away. And over a year's time, I can afford to come over to Australia and do some things. We'll see. I don't know. I can't see best, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Gypsies don't make plans. Right, yeah. It just happens. They work themselves out and suddenly I'm in someplace cool around the dopest people on the planet. (laughs) Relying on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit of a derby poet, dumb truck. <laughs> no, I'm more of an asshole that rhymes. <laughs> All right, I guess we better let you get back to bed then, dumb truck. That's so funny because in two minutes, pitch is alarm going off, and I'm getting in the van. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for taking the time to have a chat to us. Oh, seriously, this has been so much fun. Y'all are so awesome. I love listening to your show. And uh, actually, Pitchett and I were talking about it today, wondering what the new format was going to be like, because we are paying attention, and we like what we hear. <laughs> this might, this, I think this chat might actually be one of the episodes of the new format. What do you reckon, girls? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Although, in Episode 7, we did say there was going to be a fantastic guest in Episode 8, and we were going to surprise everybody, and we don't have one. Oh, there we go. <laughs> So we might have to use a bit of this, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hey, 
We didn't have Animal. Oh, yeah, An- Animal's fun and exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks, Mames. Thanks. Sorry, man. Sorry, Mamie. <laughs> but that's, she's in our team, so it's you can just... It's a, we just see her. So I don't count as a fantastic guest. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dumb Chuck, for all our listeners out there who might be living under a rock, don't know who the fuck you are, how can they find out more about you? Uh, you can go to Facebook. You can type in Dump Truck is one word. It's a fan page there with all sorts of shenanigans and uh, shit. We're at derbydeeds.com, Roller Derby Podcast. We try to cover everything Roller Derby, men's, juniors. Uh, United States, Canada, Australia, European. If you like to skate fast and turn left, we like to talk about it. Oh, we've heard of uh, it. <laughs> we've yeah, heard of it. Yeah. And, uh, what was it? Dirty deeds. Dirty deeds. <laughs> that's it. You're buying me shots. <laughs> um, you can. I guess you can go to about me about dot me forward slash dump truck, and you can find out some more shit about me there. And YouTube oh. and all this stuff is on there, and I do video updates all the time. And, I like to show everybody that I have fun. One last question. Is your face going to be on a billboard in Times Square? That is so awesome that you asked that. Let me read you an email or receive this afternoon. Oh. oh I'm going to wet myself. Because uh, yeah, it's going to be aired on your show and not mine first. About me contest, exclamation point. I, I actually literally filled my pants up whenever I saw this email. I like how he's literally there. That's good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a mess, but there was a fire department <laughs> nearby. <laughs> Hello, dump truck, in parentheses, Robert, exclamation point. Thank you for your active participation in our contest to find new faces for about.me. As a result of your hardworking promoting your profile, I, well, that was an awesome reading fucking sentence. I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> As a result of your hard work promoting your profile, I am excited to inform you that you are a finalist to be one of the seven runners-up on our billboard. Fuck yeah! yeah. So, yeah so the deal is they choose ten. The, the top three of the grand prize winners. And they get flown to New York. And they stay there for like three days, two nights or some shit. And they do about that me stuff, I guess. Um... The other seven of us are runners up, but we're still in contention to get yeah. on the bill. So either way, the roller derby gets some exposure because I like to talk about myself, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how does the voting go for these these seven runners up? Is there anything that we can do to help you, or is there anything that, yeah, what needs to happen? Can we pimp you out? Yes. Yeah, hi, Pitchett. How's it going? You want, <laughs> would you like to talk to Viva the Derby? No? Would you like to get on the road and go to Denver? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I can do that, and then then I got to run. We got 30 minutes before we want to get out of here, so I got five minutes to spare. (laughs) What was the question one more time? What was the question? So what Uh, do you do to make sure that even though you're in that final set, that final ten, make sure you're in the top three eventually? Oh, you've, you've done enough. You've got me way farther than I ever thought it would get. I actually just kind of did it going, oh, this is kind of fun. And suddenly, like, shit went nuts. <laughs> Everybody was voting, and one day I looked at it, and I got 200 votes. And then three days later, I've got 800 votes. And then by the end of it, I've got over 3,000 votes. And it was nuts. Uh, big, huge thank you to everybody in the Road Derby community. Um, 
hopefully this helps gain some more exposure for our sport that we're in love with so much. Um, it's it's in their hands now. So you have done more than ever I thought. Word travels faster and the derby peeps. Yeah, it does, right? Yeah. We like peppies. <laughs> We've got nothing better to do is roller derby or go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dump truck, you're a fine ambassador for the sport that we all love in your gold hot pants. Thanks for joining Viva the Derby. Really appreciate your time and for staying up with us. Hey, you got it. No worries. Thank you so much for giving me a shout. You know, opportunity strikes, right? That's it. Yeah. And can you give us a work it out? Oh, work it out. Viva la Derby. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Don't forget- Even at 4.30 in the morning, it still works, baby. <laughs> I have a safe trip. Uh, Don't do pitch it for us. <laughs> yeah. love out there to my horny rollers and my Adelaide rollers. <laughs> love you all. Cool. Miss your face. <laughs> Stop, Dark. Y'all be easy. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, see you, Dumpy. See right, ya. Bye.